And we are live with another episode of Weed Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going, everybody? It's going really good. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. Long time no talk on the pod. I know, yeah, that's my fault. I just want to say uh, I had, uh, I moved, and then after we moved in, the whole family got sick, so the reason the pod's been off a couple weeks is because of me, but we are back, and we're going to get running again. Well, it's not necessarily your fault, because the week before, or the week right after our last episode, I went on vacation, so yeah. it was just- everything uh, hit at once. Yeah, everything just <laughs> at one time, so we had a lot to catch up about. Yes. Uh, when it comes to the game of baseball. And let's just start off with, you know, yes, it's older news, but man, two fire, uh, two managers fired already. And two guys who've, you know, been around the block. Um, two guys that have won World Series. And it, with uh, Joe Girardi getting fired in Philly and Joe Madden getting fired with the Angels. So uh, your initial thoughts on that. I mean, I think it's just a, it's a win now mode for most teams, especially those two teams. Like they're expect they're expected to win with their payrolls and everything. The Phillies went out and made splashes this offseason. The Angels, I mean, you have Mike Trout and Otani. You need to win games. So I mean, it's just two teams, in my opinion, that just needed to make a change. And it's just, it's kind of sucks that it's two two managers who had success and know what they're doing, especially in Madden. I mean. The, I, I, it's funny and sad at the same time. I don't know if you heard about the – he got a mohawk. The day yeah. he got fired. Yep. And the team and the coaches never saw it to mm-hmm. try to boost morale. I'm like, ah, oh, damn. I always like Madden, <laughs> so it sucks that this is the way he goes out. But who knows? He might get another shot. But, yeah, I think it's just two teams that need to make a change. Yeah, the, the, Phil, the Phillies one was kind of interesting, right? Because, you know, it was right before they played the Angels. And then they go out and, I mean, they just, they've been on fire since uh, firing yeah. Girardi. I mean, I think they won like 10 in a row. In their last 10, they're eight and two. What's insane is that they're still eight and a half games out of uh, yeah. first place. And then, I well back. And then in um, that, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's a series pick. And I mean, just it just shows how, how good, you know, the Mets have been uh, to start mm-hmm. off the season because in that same division, Atlanta, 14-game winning streak. They're still four games out of first place. <laughs> yeah. So. That division really good. I mean, it's it's insane if you really think about yeah. it. Um, oh, yeah. And then you have, like, you know, like for the uh, for the wild card, uh, Phillies are three and a half games out. Milwaukee's one game out um, in the NL. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I think, you know, to – I, I think you're right when it comes to like, hey, this is something that we need to make a change right now. And for the team to just literally flip the switch like the Phillies did, um, there must have been a lot of issues yeah. with yeah. Girardi. <laughs> and it's weird because, right, Gabe Kapler was there for one year and it was a shit show. So then they fire him and they bring back, they bring in Joe Girardi to, you know, kind of right the ship and and he wasn't the guy. So you have to think it, it, that's a entirely organizational, you know, thing. I mean, yeah, they're and Kapler is doing great with the Giants. With the Giants. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, maybe it is the vibe of like, you know, Philly is Philly and 
San Francisco is San Francisco. If you, if you, you kind of you know, like the vibes around the city, the vibes around their yeah. teams are just way different. So it's probably a fit thing. So you would think, yeah, Girardi going to Philly after being with New York for so long. It's it's kind of the same East Coast type of vibe. And yeah, just I don't know what happened there. That that that's an interesting one. <laughs> yeah, that's one guy I thought could actually coach in Philly would be Girardi because he just right. like that. Right, right, right. The coach doesn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, the the issue with played them is like their bullpen's been awful for his entire three years there. So. You know, it's weird that you know the the bats just start working when he leaves when he leaves them, and they don't have to worry about the the bullpen. I mean, Schwarber's <laughs> on fire, uh, Reese Hoskins is on fire. I mean, Bryce Harper, for somebody who's relegated to a DH role the rest of the year because I mean he basically needs Tommy John surgery at, at the end right. of the year, um, but he's still swinging the bat extremely well. I mean, Cassianos is is warming up, but it's it's kind of funny when you when you look at you know them compared to the angels that are just woof yeah yeah they, they are just going in the opposite direction it, real quick on the on the phillies where you said harper it's funny because when the season started remember we were talking about the phillies and we're like yep. harper might be the best defensive player on the outfield yeah <laughs> like they might have to put him in there. center field and now yeah he's forced to play dh yeah. and have castellanos yeah. and schwarber playing the corner outfield spots yeah it's like the worst case scenario for the phillies oh 100 yeah and then yeah the angels it's just uh i mean it's a combination of things right i yeah. just like the hitting doesn't come all the time their pitching's looking like the pitching that we thought they were gonna have yeah and then they fire madden after getting swept by the phillies who just fired their manager yeah, <laughs> and I mean they lost that game in a that I think it was that Sunday game in a just an atrocious way. When I mean they bring in Iglesias for like the four out save or five out save, mm-hmm. and he gives up the grand slam to Harper to tie it. I think they end up scoring in the tenth, and then yeah, Bryce Scott the, home when I'm almost yeah, sure. Yeah, they end up scoring in the top of the ninth, and then in the bottom of the ninth, they you know like you said, Stott gives up the or hits the three-run home run, yeah. walk off, and it's just like, yo, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whatever could go wrong is going wrong. And then, yes. you know, just last night, the the Angels getting no hit by uh, Tyler Anderson, if it wasn't for a Shohei Otani triple, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the articles all over Twitter, but it was when he picked his team, Tyler, I mean, I'm not saying Tyler Anderson is some guy that everybody wanted, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But... His final two teams were the Dodgers and the Angels, and he picked the Dodgers. And Angels fans were like writing articles like, "Thank God we didn't want you." <laughs> and then this happens, and they've been getting retweeted all day today, and it's a blast to see. <laughs> well, you well you see what happens when a guy like Tyler Anderson leaves Colorado, where he was the first couple years right. of his career, and then you know you you kind of have to you know relearn how to pitch. I mean, he had a, a year in San Francisco last year. Uh, half the year in, in Pittsburgh wasn't, you know, terrible. And then he ends up getting traded to, I think it was Seattle last year, mm-hmm. the deadline. Um, but then you're seeing how great he is, you know, you know, with LA. I mean, that lineup stacks, but he's, I mean, he's, he's a, a, a really dominant pitcher in, yeah. in the NL right now. Yeah. Even with the stack lineup, you still got to throw strikes and be good. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, the Angels, like, 
how do you fix like how do you fix that you know what i mean like i don't i don't know you already have otani you have mike trout i mean trout's been you know in a little bit of a slump but it seems like he's kind of gotten out of it um you know you spent big money on rendon like yeah that hasn't panned out great what do you i I don't understand (laughs) what more what more i just what more can you do if you're the angels Spend big money on pitching. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, big money. Like, like a guy, like, like Noah Syndergaard, like a one-year deal. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a, I mean. After coming out of an injury, right? Yeah, and I get I get the deal, but it's like, they need to go out and, like, I'm not saying, like, but at the time being, like, Garrett Cole, they should have, like, made a harder first for Cole. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have the money. They've been shown they're not afraid to spend it. Get somebody to throw strikes and let Otani and Mike Trout do what they do. I mean, you have top, two of the top five players in baseball, arguably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's arguably. I think they are two no, of the top yeah, five, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you have two you have two of the top five players and you're just wasting them right now. And it's it's disappointing. And hell, you could say three of the top fifteen. I mean, you know, Ward when he was healthy. Oh yeah. He's been, yeah. he's, he's been insane. That's the thing with them, though. I've never, ever questioned the hitting, even when they didn't have, like, even when they had pulls, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that was it with Trout. I never questioned the hitting with them. It was always, always, always pitching. Yeah, I mean, Walsh is a good hitter. Uh, yeah. Um, Brandon Marsh is a good hitter. I mean, you know, it, you just look at that team and you go, I mean, again, like you said, if they have to go out and they have to spend huge money on, on a starting pitcher, but it's like even that, when you're in the same division as like Houston and all they do is just, I mean, they, they're just Houston. And yeah. it's like, what, what can you do? You know what I mean? I'll, I'll yeah. ask you this. You know, you, you were high on the Angels, and, yep. and this isn't to knock you or anything. No, it's fine. Um, you can knock me. But we were both like, High on the White Sox. Which team has been a more disappoint, uh, more disappointing this year? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, say the White Sox, just okay. because okay. I think the Angels were a team like, like I had a high opinion on the Angels, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't, and I feel like you were the majority of people. You were like. Yeah, like no one gets excited about the Angels because they're like it's the Angels. I know that sucks to say, but I feel like every year we're like pitching's gonna be downfall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The White Sox, I feel like everyone thought they were winning the division. They were gonna, and they still could. But I think everybody thought they were gonna be running away with this division by now. And the fact that they haven't, and they haven't even looked good, like, and there's fire Larusa chants all over uh, Chicago. I mean, I was, I, I have to say them. Yeah, I would. I would say, I, I almost want to disagree with you, but I, I, I think you're right, because like, like, like you just said, I think most people said like, all right, the Angels are the Angels until further notice. They have to kind of prove it to me, kind of like the Mets, and the Mets have just been amazing. So you know, congrats right. on that. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but you know, what do what? But what do we say about this division though? We're like, if they play down like they did last year at times and you know like Minnesota like man Minnesota man they've been really really good with some Mm -hmm. key injuries uh they I mean they lost uh Joe Ryan and and Sonny Gray for 
you know, what, three weeks and they're still in first place. Now, hey, the the old bridge boys are are two games out. And most exciting in baseball. This uh, you know, next you know, two, three weeks for them is is really gonna probably make or break their season. Mm -hmm. Um but you know, when you have the White Sox, you have, you know, La Russa, right, managing a Hall of Fame manager, and you have, you know, all stars all around and Tim Anderson and, and an MVP and Jose Abreu, um, Luis Robert, and like all these guys, right? You're starting pitching, yes, Lance Lynn's been hurt, but you still have Lynn and uh, Giolito and Dylan Cease and like the bullpen, you know, they paid big money for you know, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hendricks and uh, yeah. Graveman. And all these guys have just like underperformed, you know, relative to like what the expectations were to start the right. year. Um, yeah, I, I would have to say the White Sox. And yeah. I just don't see either one. I feel like they're both kind of the same team where it's, there's a lot of expectations, but it's like, they just, they, they just don't perform well. With the right. and I think you know if you've like it wouldn't surprise me and they're not going to do it they're not going to fire Tony La Russa. I mean the the owner said that the biggest mistakes he ever made since he's owned the team since the 80s was firing La Russa in 1983 or whatever 40 years ago so firing La Russa is basically out of the question like that's not going to happen but I think it would have to take firing Larusa to have a spark with that team, and like I could see them going the way of Philly if they were to fire their manager. Yeah. Then All right. yeah. the Angels, where they're just playing lackluster baseball because they're just a bad team, team. and a badly yeah. filled team, and poor Phil Mil- Phil Nevin, you know, backyard baseball legend Phil Nevin, right? That like he has to deal with that. You know what right. I mean? I think the thing with the White Sox, like you brought up, like if they fire the Russo, it's like that team is so – they have like so many personalities on that team, and I feel like they can't be who they want to be with the Russo. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but you have – like I always go back to what, like what, last year when – A couple years ago I think, they, I think they just designated them. Tim Anderson, but like uh, they, they designated for assignment the other day. But um, Keichel? Your men Mercedes? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mercedes. When he hit the home run, yeah. And LaRusa chewed him out and said, we'll handle it. Mm -hmm. Like, right when that happened, I was like, okay. And, like, even, like, then Tim Anderson was like that. I mean, Anderson wasn't good with it. Nobody in the White Sox dug out seemed fine with what he said. And it's like, right then, you can just tell that, like, that guy's not mixing with that team. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, I think the only way for them to do good is to fire LaRusa, but it's not happening. It's not going to happen. What what was your thoughts on intentionally walking Trey Turner? Oh, that's the dumbest shot I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Here's my thing. Even if you want to, even if the plan into that bat was like, we're going to walk him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then just walk him. Yeah, well, you're one, two count, right? Mm-hmm. You, I don't know who's back there catching, but you should have faith in your catcher to block balls, you know what I mean? Yeah. Throw three curveballs in the dirt. If he doesn't swing, he doesn't swing, you know what I so mean? That's, Try to okay, make him so, chase it. so that is what happened. So there was a, so yeah. Freddie Freeman was on first base, and it was what two outs or whatever, and they got the two strikes or whatever, and then 
for like the for ball one, it was a wild pitch. Yeah. Or it got by the catcher. So Freeman advanced to to second. And then uh, it it opened up, it freed up first base. Yeah. So I that's so still... that's why so that's why it happened. Because like a wild pitch. But yeah, to the extent and you know what's crazy, because uh like the day after it happened, I was watching MLB Network. It happened last year, not with the not with the um not with the White Sox, but it did happen last year. And two, it was like it was like Michael Givens in like was a pitcher and it was like it wasn't even a you know a top tier player that they intentionally walked. So but it did happen last year and this it's not like the first time it happened. But everything obviously gets kind of I don't know, not blown up when yeah. Yeah, but it's like everything kind of, you know, yeah, there's there's more when you're eyes a struggling in it. When baseball it's, team and you do yeah. that shit. That's what, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. My whole thing, like I said, I just I would have like I guess you want to throw him in the dirt, but like just don't throw three strikes and see if he chases. If if he doesn't chase, you're like okay, well now I got the force. You know what I mean? Or I just intentionally walk him to begin with. Yeah, yeah. It's just when you do it with two strikes and only one ball, it's such a bad look. And then Max Muncie. Yeah, the, and especially Max Muncie, the dude who like strives off just pissing people off and people pissing him off. He yeah, says, when he, when he, he told, say, he's like, the fuck? Yeah, and then he told, uh, a couple years ago, he told Bumgarner to go, to go get, get the it out of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, out of the, out of the, the ocean. Cove. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got that's, I think, uh, I'm, I'm going to say it real quick, and that I think that's one of the reasons I love Tito so much, because he's an old school manager, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, he lets his people be able to be. Mm-hmm. Naylor is insane. Yeah, and guess what? Guess what happens? He is who he is, and they let mm-hmm. it happen. That's why I love Tito. You just don't go too far. You don't do a, you don't do a bow or throw the ball in the fence. That's when Tito's gonna get pissed at you. Right. But it's just that I think that's one of the reasons I love Tito too. But that, that was just super quick. And you know what's funny? In that game, that wasn't even the worst decision he made. In that game, you can make the argument that letting Dylan Cease throw forty plus what was it? I think it was like forty three pitches in like the fifth inning. Yeah. Was the worst decision he made in that game. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, my God. Like, what is – like, what are the White Sox? What is Tony La Russa right now other than just bad. an old bastard? Yeah. Living off of, you know, a, a mistake made 40 years ago. You know what I mean? Like – Yeah. I, I don't get yeah. it. I, don't I hate. It. I, I I strongly dislike La Russa, so it's hard for me to comment on something. No, I mean I, I I get it too. I mean I just think he's bad for baseball right now. Yeah, but yeah, also like, but at the same time, he's good for it because he's getting eyes on the game and on his dumbassery. True. True. So People, I kind yeah, of so I kind of don't hate it that much. Right. I hate it if I'm a White Sox fan. I guess. You don't want you don't want people looking at your team like that because of your manager. <laughs> like that's not the reason you want. But for baseball, I I, I can see why it's a good thing. Because I mean, you know, you entered this year and you're just like, "Yo, we're gonna win that central again." And it's like we are a game under five hundred. I think five and a half, five games out of first place. Yeah. Oof. 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 Yeah, and then you. It's also good. You see, like. The Guardians doing what they're doing, and the Twins being the Twins that I think we all expected like three years ago. 
and it's just yeah i'm still kind of i'm still kind of waiting for that to come crashing down a little bit oh yeah i mean it happens i mean my thing with the twins is like even if they make the playoffs i have like no like i don't know how to say it no not expectations pride, for yeah, yeah, I'm like, I to... just expect them to lose. Yeah. <laughs> and until they do differently, it's like, it's just what they do. It's just the twins. Do you, um, and, and plus, like, I feel like their, their starting pitching ha- or the, just their pitching in general has been extreme, like, extremely good for, uh, it's kind of like we're, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop, basically. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? Or like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I hate to say it, but a Buxton, a freak Buxton injury that takes him out, yeah, you know, like long term, a month or something. Like, I don't yeah. want that to happen. I mean, it happens every year, and it sucks. It, yeah, it, you it don't really want that. It does happen. happen. Yeah. 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 No, I I feel one hundred percent, and that's the thing. If Buxton stays injury free this whole year, the twins, you know, what I mean, the twins all could be for real. Yeah, it's just tough to get faith in them. <laughs> if you you're way too. Uh, Way too early. Uh, World Series predictions for right now: the Yankees, the Mets, the Braves. Uh, who who are you going with? The, the San Diego. San Diego's in first place. I know. Forty-one and twenty-four. I know, and they're just gonna get better. Yeah, Tatis is uh, even back. That's what I mean. Yeah. And you gotta I think mean, they're gonna yeah. make like another two, three trades at the deadline. Yep, that's what they do. And the thing is, I don't even know what they trade for. Maybe yeah. another catcher? I don't know. I'm trying to I think an outfielder. I mean, I think an outfielder. Like but then no more horizons has been going off. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, but if yeah, you, you just a, never know with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could trade Grissom. I mean, he's been a disappointment this year. Get a solidified set? I don't know. Um, uh, I'd probably have to go with my Mets still over uh, the Mets over. The Guardians, I would say. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to pick two New York teams, but if I'm being honest, right now it looks like that's what's going to happen. Um, I mean, the Yankees just look really good, and I hate saying that. Uh, they look um, insane. Like, yeah. like they're putting up video game game numbers, forty six yeah, and sixteen. Yeah, it's they look. It's insane how good they look. Um, so I'd say Mets versus the Yankees right now, and I hate to say it like that, because I'd hate that fucking I'd hate those fan bases playing against each other, but yeah. Probably those two. All what right. about you? Um, Just to be a contrarian, I'll, I'll pick, uh, God, I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> there's so many good teams this year. I feel like it's so, like, you have, like, the outliers, but, like, there's so many good teams in the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would – I'd probably say – I don't know, man. It'd be kind of <laughs> cool to see San Diego, like – I know. You know I picked and, San Diego last year, and, other than the Mets. Yeah, I mean, they're – that'd be so cool Let to see them. Home. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. San Diego and, I guess, New York, as of right now? I, okay. I don't know. I like that. I don't know. I don't know. Here's, here's, like here's another question. Or not a question, but – Okay. I want you – I'm going to give you the floor for like five minutes. All right. Okay. Make the case Jose Ramirez AL MVP over Aaron Judge. 
I mean, I don't need five minutes. I'll give you this one. I had I went off on somebody today at lunch <laughs> at my work about this. This is if you take Aaron and I hate and I know people get mad. If you take Aaron Judge off the Yankees, right? You still have a really good team. A really good team. If you take Jose Ramirez off the Cleveland Guardians, you have a young team with no leadership, no guidance, nothing. Absolutely nothing. You have Fenmel Reyes and Josh Naylor as your top two guys. And I love Naylor. And Reyes, I did love. He's been a little disappointed this year. But, like, it's Jose. It's nobody more exciting than baseball. There's nobody. It's Jose Ramirez. He leads the league in RBIs. He leads in triples. He's going to probably run for at least 20 slow bases. He's going to hit around 300. He's, He's going to hit probably 30 bombs at least. Maybe more. Probably more. I mean, it's Jose Ramirez. It's I don't care. The fact that this team's in contention, we're the youngest team in baseball and we're contention this far in the season. Nobody thought that was going to happen except for like diehard Cleveland fans. And even some of them thought this team was going to be a middle of the world team. Yeah, I, and the fact that we're, I mean, I thought yeah. they were good. I mean, we both said second place. Yeah, second place. We both said wild card. So we're like, we're still there. I didn't even pick there, him for the like, wild card, I don't think. Yeah, I did. And it's just, yeah. and, but I didn't expect Jose to do this. Yep. I mean, he's, it's literally video game numbers this guy's putting up. And I know everybody's going to say Judge is going to hit 60 bombs. He's on pace to hit like 65, I think. And that's awesome. And the thing is, the New York bias is going to probably get Judge it. But it just, it, it's bullshit because, like I said, if you take Jose Ramirez off the Cleveland Guardians, you have a team fighting with Kansas City and Detroit for last place in the division. And I stand by that. Oh, I know. I, I wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Yeah. You and, take and- Aaron Judge off the Yankees, they're still. Probably a one or two team in that division. Imagine if you put Jose in that little league ballpark in New York. Dude, yeah, that's another <laughs> thing. And no one talks about it. Jose pulls everything. If he's in Yankee Stadium, my dude might hit 80. Might hit, I mean, my, he's hitting doubles at Rocky Stadium that are home runs easily in New York. And, oh, and he plays really good defense. He's the – I always talk about uh, stolen bases, but he is the smartest base runner in baseball. Yeah, Top 100%. five, smartest. 100%. Yeah, that's just like pure IQ wise. He's a genius in baseball. I mean, just two nights ago, and I will never understand what the Rockies are doing, or three nights ago, the first game of the series, the first inning or the third inning, it's second and third with two outs. You, Jose Ramirez, is up. You fucking walk him. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you let Oscar Gonzalez beat you. What they do, first pitch, or like the second pitch or first pitch, he hits it. Through the hole where the shortstop would be. Yeah, he went but the other way. They shift too. it. Yeah, yep. two RBIs. So you're like, okay, don't. Well, I don't know why we did that. But you know what they did in the same game? They pitched him in, in the tenth innings. inning. Yeah, yeah. In the tenth inning, you have no base again. Walk him. Yep. <laughs> they pitched him, and he almost killed CJ Crone. I mean, I don't understand how. First off, he isn't getting talked about enough, and I think that's what pisses me off. The media is not. All I ever hear about is judges on pace of sixty-five. The Yankees. It's like Jose Ramirez is the best player in baseball right now. I think here, I and think I will die on that. Mo- I mean, he most he, exciting player in baseball, hands down. Most exciting, yes, but he's yeah. the most important player. And we talked about this all last year. And when he signed, he's the most important player on like his respective team than any yeah. other player in the league. It's not even close. 
It's not. You take Judge off the, the Yankees, you still have a top rotation yeah. in baseball. You still have – you can put Stanton and right. You know what I mean? Like right. You, you right. have options. You take Jose off the Indians, you'll call up a rookie. Or and you're I playing mean, and on the way third. Right. And we've seen Mike Trout is an amazing baseball player, one of the greatest ever already in his career. But that team has been awful with, with him with being as – with yeah. him being as great as he is. Mm-hmm. Otani, same thing. Juan Soto, same thing. I mean, Soto's been not as good this year, but I mean, you know what yeah, I mean? It's hard when you're on that team, yeah. Well, right. But it's like, for for one single player to make the impact Jose does, I mean, it's, I mean. Yeah, like, on a daily basis, too. Like, he takes no off days. Yep. He's in a lot. Even when he's not playing third, he's the he's agent, the which is, yep. which is that's going to be the interesting thing with this lineup when Tremel comes back, and something we probably talk about later. But yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, it's it's Jose, it's Jose, and he should be the I mean, if he continues this up and we continue. I'm not saying make the playoffs. If we continue to be in the fight for the playoffs and he continues what he's doing, it's Jose Ramirez. And I don't care. Yep. 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 It's not even close to me, in my opinion. Sorry. No, and I think you're right when it comes to the, the the like media bias and stuff. Like it's like that's gonna obviously factor into you know, like Judge winning, uh, probably winning MVP unless he gets hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah, unless yeah. You never know. And, and this isn't me shitting on Judge. Judge no, is a no, great no. player, and I I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to think that. I'm just saying that Jose is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially for this year. I mean, again, it's, I feel like it's the LeBron effect, right? It's the LeBron effect of, you know, LeBron could have won MVP every year because he is the single most important player on his team. Yeah. The last, you know, 15 years. I mean, honestly, since what, his second, third year in the league? Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's like, you can't give him MVP every single year. Right. But like but that's I the thing th- that's sad that Jose hasn't won yet. He needs to win one, and then I don't know. It just, well, right. It, well, and then it's going to be the whole thing. Well, Judge didn't win one when he maybe should have won. What was it eighteen? He should have won. Yeah. Or seventeen? He should have won. Mm-hmm. When Abreu won, or not Abreu? Uh, El Tuve won. Yep. So that cheater. Yeah. So it's like I. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't no. Know. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Talk about our guardians a little bit to, to wrap up the podcast. Uh, 15, 14 of their uh, – they've won 14 out of their last 16 games, playing really good baseball now. They haven't been playing the, the best teams. But it's very encouraging. It's encouraging to see Oscar Gonzalez, you know, play, you know, well, not only in the field but at the plate. I mean, this series against uh, Colorado, it's been – you know, more misses than hits for, for Gonzalez, but yeah, they're throwing more off speed pitches. I mean, he'll he'll I'm hoping he'll adjust, but the league's trying to figure him out, and now it's up to him to adjust again, and you hope that they can do it. How it's really frustrating watching Josh Naylor play first base. I know he's been hurt, but man, he's almost caught. I mean, he cost us on Saturday, and you know the last. He almost cost us what was it? I can't remember what night it was, but he threw it into left field. And you're like, Yeah, 
oh, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, too. He, he, he picks a lot of things. He's actually good at picking the ball. It's yeah, he's just, just not good at throwing the ball. Throwing like the two ball, which second. is, yeah. Which is weird because he was an outfielder. Like an outfielder and yeah. he had a strong arm, and it was never, like, bad. <laughs> so it's honestly kind of funny that, that that's the thing he can't do. I just felt like with Reyes out, I felt like you could really put him at DH. I don't understand DH and Owen Miller over Naylor. Maybe it's one of those things where he just doesn't, he needs to be in the game. You know what I mean? Like he's one of those players where it's like DHing isn't his, his thing. You know, no, I I get it. I also, somebody else told me like an idea. I, I said the same thing. He said, that he he thought they were doing it because they think when Fromel ends up coming back, that they think that Miller might be the odd man out. So they yeah, want I'm, Naylor to stay in the field, which honestly, looking at it, it could be. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, because if you, because I mean, okay, let's project here right quick. Who gets sent down? It's Richie Palacio, I think. I think that's the one that's not. I think he gets sent down one hundred percent. Okay, but hear me out. If yep. he okay, if Miller's the odd man out and he becomes like the super utility guy, then maybe you send down Clement. Oh yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. But I, I think, don't think they, I, I don't think, think they would. Rich, yeah, I think it's Richard just because you want to get him on bats, and no matter what. No, I I I agree. That's probably but what I he's get going what you're do. saying. Yeah, yeah. But I think if you're going to if you're expecting like Framel to take over DH all the time, then I think I don't think it would be the worst idea. No, to, not at all. Because then, because like you start thinking about it, man. Oscar Mercado, I'm I'm about tired of him. Dude, he yeah, we can get him the fuck out of here. I'm done with him. And I'm, we can find we can find somebody in free agency or like make a trade for a guy for like nothing. For a guy to be like plays good defense, I mean, we can find one of those guys. That's not. I'm, well, it's I'm not, he's not even playing good defense. That's the thing. That's the missing. thing. Yeah, that's the yeah. second time this year he's dropped the ball in the outfield. You shouldn't be playing. Like, he's like a. The thing is, like uh, up until like I don't know, like this series almost that he was replacing Mercado. I mean, uh, Gonzalez, uh, in, the Gonzalez outfield. in the outfield. Yep. And Rick Manning was fucking furious about yeah. it every time yeah, it he, happened. Yeah, he's like, why? <laughs> Which like, is he's, true. He's he's got to learn how to play nine innings anyway. So yeah, and he's not bad out there. His route running needs to get a little better, but um, he makes most catches and he's a good. I, I, I like Gonzalez, so yeah, I, yeah. I do too. I, I'm just done with Mercado. He can just be sent to AAA or BFA. I don't. And care. and I think, I think Quan has shown he should play against righties and lefties. Yeah. And I don't think I would be opposed to moving him to the leadoff spot and moving Straw down. Straw, yeah. My it worked like with the Straw thing. Maybe he's not hitting good, but he's still. Taking pitches, yeah, taking pitches, and he still played elite defense. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care what anybody says. You don't take him out of the lineup. You just move him down. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. there's some people on Twitter are just like, get him out of the lineup. He's not put Quan. I love Quan, but would have soon realized that Quan does not have what Straw has in center, and I don't think people understand how good Straw does in center. Yeah, because he does. He just makes it look so easy. He makes it. He catches balls in the pocket of his mitt, running full speed. That just make it look easy, and I'm like, I don't think people understand. Like other center fielders are diving for that ball, yeah. And, and I think we saw it earlier today in today's game. There's like a double, no, triple off the wall, where Quan like jumped early, and I 
felt like if Straw was out there, he would have ran it down easy. Yeah. And he just has that awareness to play the outfield, you know, efficiently. Yeah. So that's the thing. If he's not hitting, you put him, you put him last or eighth, then I'm cool with it. So, yep. No, I wholeheartedly agree with uh, with that. Well, Gabe, I think this was a pretty good episode and a good hearty way to, you know, end, end the discussion on. Um, next episode, we will talk about our all-star ballots and we'll do, we'll do our live all-star ballots. So that should be yeah. fun. So Gabe, you want to shout out your Twitter and whatnot? Yeah, my Twitter is Yana's Gabe, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. And you can follow the podcast at Lead Off Talk at L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. And you can follow me on Twitter at KNOCLE. That's Kaylin K-A-T-E-L-A-N, knows K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And as always, friends, take it easy.